I hate this town. I was here for five seconds and then three Team Nasty thugs came up and tried to rob us. But we took care of them. You know what they say, when life gives you lemons, you make some nasty lemonade. Or, or. Detective Reynolds says Team Nasty has been getting a lot of new recruits lately. And Luki gave me the scare of a lifetime when he let Ringo go. But here's a twist for you, Ringo came back. He's going to cooperate with the international police so we can try to stop whatever Team Nasty and Del Drago are planning. But we don't feel super safe here at the Pokemon Center, so we're going to stay with Detective Reynolds at his safe house. Something big is cooking up, and it's up to us to make sure this big mushroom doesn't become a rotten shroom. Warning! The next five minutes contains deep musical theater references. Yes! Yes! Put that at the front. Great. I recorded it after, but I'm going to put it back in the front. Hello, friends. We are back. We back! Ever since we recorded our last episode, I've just been thinking about casting Cuddlebunch and Teen Squad in Les Mis. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Ever since Celie uh, started singing it, I've just been like, hmm, but who would be in there? And we actually, uh, we did cast it. Yeah, he woke up and he said, okay, but give me the casting for real. <laughs> so, of course, naturally, Celie is... Jean Valjean. Obviously. <laughs> and I know that some of y'all are probably thinking, wait, no, wait, what, what about Fontaine? Fontaine does not have nearly enough stage time for Seeley. There's no way Seeley would sign that contract. No act way. one, and then you sit and chill until you're a ghost in act two? No Come way. on. No way. She's in there. She's putting in the work. No way. That's right. This is my official campaign to cast Seeley as Jean Valjean. Oh, it's happening. <laughs> Javert. Two-fist. Obviously, any of you who are thinking otherwise, why? Well, the singing isn't that big of a deal anymore for that role. But no, I'm just joking. But I mean, come on, Toothfist versus Seely, the very, Clash of Titans. Very powerful, and obviously, we would slap some major sideburns on Toothfist. Ooh, I like <laughs> Fontaine. Fontaine. Oh, gosh. Who was... Uh, you said George Foreman. George Foreman, yes. Like losing all the crown and all the glory and oh, the no. frill. She loses the crown and everything. Stripping her down. It's <laughs> brutal. It's see. George dreamed a dream oh. of lots of honey. And there's a tiny little combi. But actually, little baby... Um, baby Cosette. Baby Cosette is Elmer. Obviously. <laughs> Elmer, uh, we were like, ah, oh, Elmer for... Normal Cosette, but no, she's too lil. She she gets Castle on a Cloud for now, and once she's a Togetic, we'll talk. Yes, agree, agree, agree. <laughs> Cosette, adult? Fettuccini. Yes, Fettuccini. I really like this pairing, actually. Fettuccini's adult Cosette, and then Marius. <laughs> Monsieur Marius? Fanta, obviously, has Fanta. to be Fanta. Has to be Fanta, are you kidding me? I mean, I guess we should have done it, like... Fanta and then um, the little mushroom lady, but she's not evolved yet. She's not evolved. Again, same same situation as Elmer. Like but when Roxanne. She is ready for the role, totally. Would need to be at least a Curlia in yes, order to play Cosette. And but then, then, you know, after that, though, you, you got a you gotta brief window because, you know, you're Curlia's Cosette, but then once she, if she evolves into a Gardevoir, boom, Fontaine. <laughs> but our current Eponine is Darla. Right. Feels right. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I would change Cosette if Mushroom Girl was evolved. <laughs> I know. She just is. Roxanne has not had priority because fighting tournament. Mm -hmm. But uh, I would like to get her leveled up and everything as well. But yeah, then Eponine, Darla, obviously. 
this is, I mean, come on. Again, what what are you thinking if it's not Darla? Oh, and actually, well, I know some of you might, out there might be thinking, wait, but what about what about L? What about L is Eponine? Don't, worry. Don't, Don't worry. worry. She's got she's got her place. She's coming. Uh, and it is a good place for her to be. Because she is, madam. Tenardier. Because uh, Tenardier is Coco. Gotta be Coco. All those little thieves. The little thieving sneak em himself. Sneak em. <laughs> Master of the house, master of the kitchen. Yes. <laughs> and then, let's see, I think we checked all the, oh, oh, um, Barricade Boys. Barricade Boys. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah, we got a few Barricade Boys. Well, I mean, we won't go deep in the paint with the Barricade Boys. If there's other ones who we don't, like, get to that are, you know, other members of the team, just assume they're Barricade Boys. <laughs> yeah, fair, fair. We need a big ensemble. Gotta have a big ensemble. Like, we're, we're gonna have Starkner somewhere in the back as, like, one of the Barricade Boys and, you know. Uh, Lerp and uh, mm. Bruce and all of them. But more important, named Barricade Boys. I forget their names. You know the names better. Angel Ross, the leader. Leader of the Barricade Boys. Tarzan, right? Tarzan. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. yeah. Tarzan was Angel Ross. No, Tarzan is empty chairs and empty tables. No, that's Marius. And that's Who's Fanta. Mar- oh, you're right. Yes. Sorry. But no. Like uh, I said, you know the Barricade Boys better. <laughs> I get confused every time. But now Tarzan's in there for red and black. Yeah, that's awesome. The you know, bros. Yeah, broing it up. Grand Terre, Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> and then what's the Gavroche. little thing? Gavroche. The little one. Jackie. <laughs> oh, sweet Jackie. Uh, if y'all, I get this really angry every time. Every time. I get so angry. Uh, every time Gavroche meets his unfortunate end, Sarah has such a visceral reaction. They're all so, so weak <laughs> that you would not. Are you kidding me? So selfish, so weak that you would not go get that kid. Ridiculous. I have a lot of issues with the Barracuda Boys. <laughs> they are all so weak. I am holding back stronger words. Well, the only one left at the end is Marius, so. (laughs) (laughs) It's not like they fare much better. Yeah, that's why you should (laughs) have saved the kid. (laughs) Uh, And let's see, that hits, oh, most of the major ones, except for, oh, the priest. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Didn't we say Dwayne? Just Uh, for the fun of it. I think we said uh, Mikey. Just oh, for the yeah, irony. Mikey is the priest. Is of so having a weird. Ghost as the priest. <laughs> it's so weird and so messed up. And then he's just doing uh, special effects for the rest of the show after he's done with his with his scene at the beginning. That, that's the matinee for him. Evening, we do Phantom of the Opera. Obviously, <laughs> we're doing it in rep, folks. Gosh, thanks what for a, bearing through that first five minutes. We should a, put a preface at the beginning of this one. Hardcore experience if you were doing Les Mis and Phantom of the Opera that's and rep. Brutal, I, but it actually makes sense. Like you, if you would need all the same singers, like, yeah, that's strong. But, makes like, sense, but I would hate die. my life. Yeah, they would all just be so burnt out. Oh my gosh. Good luck. So yeah, so that's us casting uh, Les Mis. <laughs> Again, thanks for bearing through it. If you're not a musical theater person, I apologize. But this is good for you. Good exposure to the arts via Pokemon. Well, not deep musical theater references. No, they're deep. Yeah. They're deep. For the novice, are you kidding me? That's true. Yeah, that's all Greek. Some deep pulls. Yeah. But with that, where we left off last time, you had met up with Detective Reynolds at the Pokemon Center after the attempted mugging. Ringo has now made a deal to cooperate with Reynolds and on a larger scale just the international police in general and specifically is helping you all with 
whatever is happening with the fighting tournament. He says that he'll be in touch. But first of all, y'all have decided that you are not going to spend the night at the Pokemon Center tonight, but instead you're going to go with Reynolds to the safe house in the city. Yes. His Noi Bat Cave, if you will. So with that, he just asks you all, all right, uh, well, I assume that you'll want to just stick close then. Uh, if I, I don't want you all to run into any more trouble in any back alleys or anything, but we'll just need to move quick and quiet. Yeah, because my Pokemon, they have no health. I mean, do you want to heal while we're at the Pokemon Center? Yeah, let's heal. <laughs> That's a great idea. Whoa. Wow, that was brilliant, man. Whoa. So you all get your Pokemon healed at the Pokemon Center. Do you want to swap anybody out here or, or hold off? Um, I'll hold off until it's the start of a new day. Cool. Just for my own brain, it works better that way. Awesome. So you all follow. If that's okay. Yeah, no, totally. We could say I swapped in this moment. I mean, no, 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 you're, you're, you're fine. If you ask about swapping out or anything like that, Detective Reynolds tells you that he has a PC at the safe house. All right, there we go. Yeah. Very smart. Yeah. So you get your Pokemon healed and you all leave. Luca's like, well, do we want to, do we want to all go together? Or like, I mean, me and Sully could just get the address and, and split off from y'all just if, uh, so we seem less conspicuous or something like that. I don't know. What, what do y'all think? Are we going on the bat? The Noibat? No, nah, we'll, we'll draw too much attention. Dang it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'd rather stay all together. Okay, cool. So you all go to sneak your way toward the safe house. Go ahead and uh, just roll to accept challenge plus agility. Go ahead and add a plus two because Reynolds is guiding you. Nine, and then I have a minus one. Okay, with an eight total, I think that people notice that, you know, you guys look like out-of-towners. You know, you also look pretty dirty and dusty and everything. And uh, as you all walk through the city, a lot of other people, especially in the kind of areas where you are around some more crowds and things, mm -hmm. uh, just note that you all look, you know, kind of dirty, kind of gross uh, from just being out in the wilderness, but that you are also with uh, this tall fellow. Mm-hmm. But nobody accosts you or anything Great. like that. But just some folks kind of take note. And um, I think that you might notice that there's one or two people who like specifically like squint at Luca a little bit as they see him walk by. And maybe some squint at Sully. I think it's even less about Detective Riddle specifically. Good. More about people noticing the celebrities. <laughs> Fair. Not a list, but still certainly to some extent celebrity and child of celebrity. But you all make your way where you're at currently in the city. You came from the east and to the Pokemon Center. So with the layout of the city and everything, coming in from the eastern side, the gym that you saw is one of the biggest buildings in town, uh, like I mentioned. And it is on the northeast side of town and takes up a large portion of that kind of district that's over that way. The area around the gym is where just you saw more of the kind of fun different attractions like the bungees and the zip lines between like some of the big hotels or apartment buildings and things like that. Uh, it looks like more of like a nicer, more affluent sort of residential zone up that way. But y'all came in straight in through the east where it's a little bit more just middle of the road uh, and certainly with some, you know, dark alleys and things like that, such as the one where you encountered Wilbur and his recruits in. Some pig. <laughs> but as you all made your way through there, you know, you were cutting through alleys and residential apartment buildings and things like that. Uh, and, you know, around this place, obviously, there's a lot of different uh, attractions of varying degrees of niceness. 
uh, you know, some that look pretty swanky and then others that look a little bit run down and shady. But the Pokemon Center is toward the middle of town, just a little bit to the south and on the eastern side of the main entertainment district, which as you all pass through, it is full of the nicest, ritziest game corners, hotels, restaurants, other attractions and things like that. Uh, the strip that goes right through the middle of town that actually, you know, is the connecting point of Route 14 and Route 13. Route 14 to the north that heads toward Tremella Town and then Route 13 to the south that goes toward Amanita Town. Basically, from those north to south, it's just one long road that's got all of the nicest stuff in town. And when uh, you say nice, do you mean it? Or is it like trying to be nice and it's run down? This is actually in this, what is known as the ribbon here in Criminy City. There's a lot of money and it is in fact nice. And just like that, it's wooed me back into my heart. I love <laughs> this city. <laughs> Uh, I don't have any of my Pokemon on, but I do want you guys on my belt to just imagine little Seely's eyes popping out <laughs> of the ball for like one second. <laughs> yeah, I'd say that none of y'all probably have your Pokemon out at this no, point. No, But yeah, so as you all go through, the ribbon, as it's called, just runs from the furthest north of town to the furthest south of town. And, you know, probably on the ends, it might get a little less nice as it goes uh, but here in the central part is definitely the ritziest most glamorous part of the city and you see a bunch of different attractions the main one directly in the center of the city is the replica of the prism tower from Kalos uh, which the locals just refer to as Kanoko Tower or Criminy Tower just because it's here and they don't really care that it's a replica of, you know, the, the prism tower so much. <laughs> okay. You're saying prism, uh, not prism. prison. Correct. Okay, because yes, I was like, this town is weird. No, like colors, like <laughs> it kind of looks like the Eiffel Tower. Okay, cool. But it's right there in the, in the center of town and, uh, you know, a couple of the legs of it. Like it is positioned directly over the ribbon and the legs come over the sides. It's oh, very tall. Oh, this place tall. is so cool. I love it. But so you all... Oh, this is so my jam, Pearl says to Luca. Man, when I become a real doll, I'm just going to spend a ton of money in this. I mean, he, heck, even after this weekend, I fully expect to try to book one of these rooms. <laughs> uh, you also see that there's a, a bunch of other just various attractions. Like I said, there's like a Rabombi's Believe It or Not. Uh, and there's like botanical gardens. Okay, slowly losing it. <laughs> uh, there's apparently some sort of ghost museum that seems to be, uh, it's not on the nicest uh, part of the attractions, but you pass by it. Uh, there's there's the, always one. There's the Zapdos Theater, uh, where Chris Agile is supposed to be performing some sort of magic show. Uh, and then just like a bunch of game corners, like I said. The biggest and most decadent of which that you see on the ribbon itself, a little bit on the south and on the western side of the street, is the Encore Casino that's got a big, like, Clefairy as its logo and lots of uh, lights and everything. There's also the Mandibuzz Bay, the Payday Casino, and uh, Charged Up Game Corner, where they exclusively play Voltorb Flip. <laughs> <laughs> But that's there, and directly next to that game corner, uh, you see a familiar Cirque du Soleil sort of looking tent, permanent structure though, that is the Criminy City Contest Hall. It is another normal rank contest hall, much like the one in Chanterelle City, but they have one here because why would they not in a city like this? Right. Um, there's also a large mall, uh, and you are now on the uh, west side of the ribbon. 
as you're just going around, just give me a, just give me a survey environment, I think. Just just for what you're seeing and noticing and everything. What would I add? It is your instinct for survey environment. Ten. Ten. Nice. As you're walking around, yeah, I think that you're doing a really good job of, like, getting your bearings and building up a, a mental awareness of where key landmarks in the city are uh, as you all are walking through. And again, you, you're getting a good feel of what seems to be actually nice versus things that are not so nice, may, may have, you may know, have a nice, nice coat of paint on the outside. Yeah, but, may have been nice about 10 years ago. Right, yeah, yeah a little faded. Uh, certainly, um, <laughs> you see past the the bright neon in the, in the dark of the night, even though it's really still bright uh, in the nighttime, but just even though it is nighttime, you know, some of those things that you don't notice so much in the day, you're, you're still kind of taking note of some, you know, cracks here and there and things like that. You're also aware that there's more, uh, it seems like, to the southwest of the side, just looking over that way, it seems like there's more like commercial, like some warehouses and things. Detective Riddle tells you that there's like a water treatment plant on the north side of town and one on the south side of town. Uh, they're referred to as the wells. And then there's a large mall on the west side of town, uh, kind of where the ribbon intersects with the road that goes out toward Route 7 on mm -hmm. the west uh, that goes towards Silasibe City. But you all continue walking along and, you know, cutting through some back alleyways and things until you make your way over more toward the northwestern side of town, the district where the big Ferris wheel is. Wow, there's so much. There's a lot in the city. It's wow. very, like, visually overwhelming. Yeah, I'm tired. <laughs> but as you past the Ferris wheel, and you all kind of go deeper into that area. Detective, a lot of it... Uh, hey, hey. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, what's going on? Do yeah. you have, like, a snack? Yeah, well, I mean, do you need to stop? We can get a bite somewhere. There's oh, a bunch of different... Oh, yeah, let's stop and get some food. I'm exhausted. What are you in the mood for? Uh, I'm, like, a hot pretzel, cup of coffee, breakfast, 24-hour I mean, breakfast, a biscuit. Get some carbs. I mean, if you're looking, I mean, anybody else? Like Thoughts, guys? Yeah, no, I could eat. I could eat. Yeah, raw. Yeah, I could. Uh, I could go for a bite as well. Oh, great! This is on him too. <laughs> Reynolds says, I mean, it just depends on what you're in the mood for. There's not an IHOP up here, but there is a Denny's. I mean, there's Star Bucks if you need uh, oh, coffee. Oh no! No. Denny's sounds great. That's exactly the type of cheap breakfast I'm looking for in a town like this right now. If you uh, if you want a burger, you could go to Five Mimes or Mimes Junior. <laughs> Funny. Be all just grab a quick bite at Dedenny's. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> nice. Thank you to the people in the Discord who just sent me. These were from a while back, and I was excited to get back in a oh, city to use more of them. Nice. Uh, more of the restaurant names. What's the Denny's actually called? Dedenny's. Dedenny's. Well, yeah, because it's, uh, I don't even know how you pronounce the actual one, Didany or Diden or whatever, but it's its one of the Pika clones. It's that little guy, the oh, one that's, that's so Electric cute. Fairy. Oh, uh, we're definitely going there in honor of Coco, you kidding me? <laughs> so you go to Didenny's uh, and just grab a quick bite. Fast service. I mean, yeah, this is great. And then this place never closes. <laughs> but after y'all grab that quick bite, again, this definitely seems to be more of a low-key part of the city. There are some more uh, residences here, uh, apartment buildings that are not quite as upscale as some of the other things, more you know, close to the gym and everything. And again, more of the stuff that looks a little more faded and not, not yeah. quite as nice in this zone. Respect. You go by, uh, there's a Shroomies, which is just like a Shoney's. Cute. <laughs> 
But also, as you're walking by, uh, you see um, that just off the ribbon, just a little bit, uh, there is uh, the one largest uh, kid-friendly game corner here in Criminy City, uh, Chucky Chespin's. Pearl's eyes go big. <laughs> oh, well, I've heard of these things. I've watched commercials for them for hours. <laughs> well... Well, yeah, I mean, you can you can get lots of, I mean, prizes that you could probably just buy at the store. But she starts you, to walk towards tickets. it. What? No, hey, uh, Pearl. Sorry, Pearl. well, it was like a magnet for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Felt that pull. There's also. Uh, I mean, like I'm not even interested, but why, I'm still walking towards it, Luca. What the heck? Well, but I mean, we gotta. I you mean, maybe me after. Hold me down. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you really want to go do some ski ball, we can hit it up at some oh, point. Oh, I'm starting to move towards it again, and I'm taking <laughs> you with on, me. Come on, <laughs> There's also a place where you can do helicopter rides over there near the Ferris wheel. This place has everything. <laughs> but you all move through that area. Uh, again, uh, it's on the west side of town across from the shopping center. So the shopping center is sort of the northernmost part of that southwestern part, and then there's the road that goes westward toward Route 7, and then this is all up, up on this northwestern side. So you all uh, get tucked back into there a little bit to just a, uh, what actually, you're, you're not quite sure, there's a, again, uh, like you've seen in some other parts of the city, there's like a couple of what look like warehouses and things like that, there's some kind of run-down apartment buildings and things, but you come to one that looks like it it could be either honestly you know somebody might have made it into more of a repurposed thing but I, either way it doesn't look like it's got a bunch of people around it's kind of tucked back there's like a laundromat that's the main <laughs> entrance uh, cool. but then you all like kind of go around back i love it you gotta have enough change to get in it's called the lair laundry mat cute <laughs> And it's just, yeah, it's just a layer on with dressed in like old timey clothes and it's got like a washboard. <laughs> but again, pretty run down. You see that there's like one person in there doing laundry. <laughs> oh, that's so real. Fluorescence. And there's Some definitely going to be this epic bad guy too. <laughs> but y'all cut around the backside of that building and then you go through a that's door. That's El Drago. He's doing his laundry. <laughs> What, do you look at the person doing their laundry For in there? For sure I do. Ah! <laughs> um, or it's like uh, a secret partner of Detective Reynolds, you know. Go ahead and just roll perceived motive. Oh, 10. Do I add anything? It's instinct. 11. 11. A full success. On perceived motive, just uh, eyeing this person up and down. First of all, what does this person look like? Um, They're short. They've got hunched over shoulders. They're wearing a muumuu. I don't know what they identify as, but they're wearing a muumuu, lots of freckles, big Coke bottle glasses, and an afro. Perfect. I think so, too, actually. Uh, I would love to meet this person. This this excellent NPC uh, who is now uh, in there. Uh, yeah, you see them, and they are exactly as you described doing their laundry. With your full success on perceived motive on a 10 plus, you can ask two. So just, uh, again, you can ask two from the list or if there's just something else that you want to ask that's in line with these, you can. But the examples are, what's your next move? Are you telling the truth? How do you really feel? What's most important to you or what are you hiding? Or just like, you know, vibe check. <laughs> uh, let's do 
Because you're specifically wondering more so about them than the actual yes. laundromat. So let's do general vibe check. Okay. And um, what's most important to you right now? <laughs> uh, vibe check. With your 11, it definitely seems like the person has an awareness of you all walking outside. Like, they take stock of you, look at you all. Uh, with your 11, you see Reynolds just do, like, the slightest nod at the person. Yeah! Great. But most important to them right now is their laundry. There's more moo-moos in that washer. About, yeah, mixing lights and darks. <laughs> like, that's what I was thinking, yeah. Uh, they scared they're, they got enough change. Did yeah. I put in too much fabric soft? Yeah, they really got a lot of questions right now. <laughs> that's great. You also see that they have, like, a little name tag. So uh, uh, it seems as though this is also the person who runs the laundromat, Ooh. but is also just doing some personal laundry. This is my Batman's butler. <laughs> edition. And, and it, they they really don't care about anything. This might, this is, we, we didn't even talk to them, and I think this is my new favorite NPC. Right? Like, <laughs> they, the only perk he gets is sometimes a discount. That the person won't even do their laundry for Nori Batman. No, no. Like the worst, what's the guy called? Alfred. The worst Alfred you could possibly imagine. As you think about this person being the worst Alfred, you just, uh, Detective Reynolds, as y'all got out here, just popped the Noibat out on his shoulder, and Alfred the Noibat just looks at you like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is funny. But you all go around the back. The Noibat is almost like the Robin in that scenario. Mm. If that makes sense. Like, I right. like that his name is Alfred better. Mm -hmm. But it, it, like a sidekick, like really actually helps with crime. Alfred the Noibat is also like, you can tell he's old for a Noibat. Like he's it. unevolved, but he's old. I love it. <laughs> uh, fantastic. But you'll go around the side of the building, around the back, where the street lights do not quite reach into the alleyway. Where the streets... Don't reach the alleyway. <laughs> I just wanted to sing where the streets have no name, but I don't want to parody it. Oh I ran into gosh. a struggle there. But at this doorway, uh, Detective Reynolds just like looks, checks the perimeter, looks around really quick, looks up at uh, what you can see is a security camera just above the door, uh, tucked away, kind of hidden by some of the bricks, you know, partially obscured. Uh, but he looks up at the camera, gives a little knock, uh, and then the door opens for y'all. Ooh. You don't even have a key? I mean, I do, but the professor's in here, so it's oh. just as easy for him to let us in. Sweet! Pearl runs in. <laughs> you run into the safe house. As you run in, it is, uh, as Detective Reynolds said, a no-frills kind of place as far as, like, Is it dark? Comforts. Are any of the lights on? There's one light bulb that's, like, out in this main entryway, and actually, Can as Can I roll you... to see if I fall? <laughs> I get so excited when I hear it that the professor's there. Uh, go ahead and just roll roll the tough it out plus agility. Thank you. <laughs> Six. You do trip. Oh! <laughs> um, Sorry if I broke a knickknack. Oh, here, come on. Uh, he helps you up. But as you go into this place, you're like in the hall of a really cruddy apartment building. Yeah. And you see that there's, you know, other. Uh, oh, it's not even like just a solo pad. Right. But you all go down to the end of the hallway to one of the apartment doors. You go to apartment number 714, uh, and this one he actually has a little key for. Uh, and he, Oh, this makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> he, with the key, unlocks it. this is my it. first time in an apartment, Luca. <laughs> You've never been in an apartment it? building before? He, he unlocked it? Yeah, he unlocks the door. Back I read through. 
Okay, uh, from from the semi-dark hallway, there were more lights in the hallway, but just there was one light out. But that you run straight into this room. Yeah. Tough it out plus agility. <laughs> uh, seven. You begin to fall straight down stairs, ah! but catch yourself on the railing. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> this door does not go into a a, an, into an apartment. It goes down a set of stairs. What are you doing to me, Reynolds? <laughs> uh, he's like, well... Come on, we're going to the safe house. Okay. Uh, and so you all go and walk down the stairs. Each time I think I'm getting closer to Professor Luca, I am not. <laughs> <laughs> and then as you get to the bottom of these stairs, they go down for a little ways, uh, just straight down, 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 down. And there's a few landings as it goes kind of around. But once you make your way down, there is another reinforced steel door. Oh, with my like- <laughs> I like it. I like it. This is good. I was a little nervous to begin with, but I like it. There is a comical amount of locks and things to go through, but he goes through. Like he does the retina scan. He does the fingerprint. Yes. He he, he like whispers a, a secret word. Ooh. Uh, there's an old timey key. Uh, there's all sorts of things. That I do, love do, 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 it. Do, do, there's do, do, a vault do. wheel. Yes. He puts in the combination. Uh, just about every sort of locking mechanism that you can think of. He takes a good five minutes to go through every single one. So guys, if we leave this room, we're going as a group. Eventually, the door opens, and you find yourselves in the Noibat Cave. Love it. I was not expecting it. I'm so glad we chose this versus the Pokey Center. (laughs) It does seem to be, whether he's always here or it's just where he's at when he's set up here in Criminy City, it is definitely set up to uh, have everything that you could possibly need for uh, detective slash pokey vigilante work. friends, Jonah here to say thank you for listening to Postcards from Pearl. I'd like to take a moment to tell you about our spooktacular partner, Dice Envy. This week, check out their latest seasonal offering, the Pumpkin Goth Pixel Skull Dice. Their special Infinity-style D4s are perfect for the spooky season, and you can grab them to go along with another set of your favorites, or maybe even a set of mystery dice. If you're looking to add to your dice hoard, you can get 10% off of your purchase at Dice Envy by going to diceenvy.com slash Questco or by using promo code Questco at checkout. That's Q-U-E-S-T-C-O for 10% off your entire order. If you're a fan of what we do here on Quest Company Jr. and you would like to give us a boost, please head over to our page on the Apple Podcasts app or wherever you listen to your podcasts and leave us a rating and review. We want to continue increasing the visibility of the show, reaching new people with the podcast and with Pocket Monster Fight, and you leaving us a nice rating review is a big and easy way you can help us do just that. Heck, maybe even leave some feedback specific to the new game in there. We'd love to hear your thoughts. 
And if you really love what we do here at Quest Company Junior and you want to take that next step in supporting us, please consider becoming a Patreon subscriber. For as little as $2 a month, you can help us with necessary expenses, help us continue to improve the quality of the show, and get access to exclusive content and patron rewards. If you'd like to give us that support, you could do so at patreon.com slash questcompanypodcast. You can find the link to the Patreon on our website, questcompanyjunior.com. If you'd like to contact us, you could do so directly directly through our website or by finding us on Instagram and Twitter at Questco Jr. You can also hang out with us in our Quest Company Discord and get all the latest updates on Monster Fight and Pocket Monster Fight. The link to that is on our website and Twitter. We know that word of mouth is the best way to get people listening to a new podcast, and that is especially true for independent shows like ours. So we would love to see you posting about the podcast, telling your friends about us. If we see you tweeting about us or posting fan art using hashtag Junior or hashtag PostcardsFromPearl, you might get a character named after you on the show. We've certainly got a few here in Criminy City. And if you have fan art of the podcast that you want to share, just make sure when you post it to tag us so that we can see it. Quest Company Jr. is a proud member of Podicon Go, a group of independent podcasts supporting high-quality content that's fun for the whole family. Podicon Go is your reliable corner of the internet for the kind of podcasts that everyone can enjoy, with shows ranging from animal facts to stories to audio dramas to RPG actual plays and more. Check them out at podicongo.com. I'd like to take a moment to thank the amazing artists whose music is featured in this episode. Thank you to Foolboy Media for the song Video Game Land. Thanks to Insane in the Rain Music for Pokemon Center Night, Veilstone City, Galactic Eterna Building, and Sand Gem Town. All excellent tracks from the Sinovation album. Thank you to Michael and Game Chops for the song Azalea Town. Thank you to Darren Ang for the song Eterna City. Thank you to Stiffles for the song Lucky Coin. Thank you to Dream Cave for the songs Dead Alley and Private Firm. Thank you to Sixteen Wheelers for the song Late Night Session. Thanks to Gabriel Lewis for the song The Foreshadowing. And thank you to TabletopAudio.com for providing the ambient sounds. That's all for me, so let's get back to the action and see what's happening down in the Noi Bat Cave. Thank you for joining us here at Quest Company Jr. I got a good deal on the lease. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't pay for this. The International Police pays for this. Oh, okay. Uh, but as you walk in, it's it's like straight up the Batcave. That's so cool. Like there's all kinds of stuff. And again, it's very much not geared toward comfort and things like that. But there's all sorts of like surveillance and things like that. Different machines. You see that there's a healing machine and a PC in there. All sorts of different stuff. It seems like there's like a wall of gadgets and things. Oh, this is what I was talking about with spy equipment. All right. But also uh, sitting at one of the computers and wheeling around in the spinny chair to see you all. You see Professor <gasps> Nichols. Run, tackle, hug. Run, tackle, hug, you do. Yeah! Oh, Pearl, it's great to see you. How you been? I've, I, well, I've I've been all right. I've been all right. I've got a dog now, and he, oh! the, the little Lilla pup runs forward. 
say that. So that's been nice. I start to play immediately with this little pup. <laughs> immediately you do. He says, but uh, I, uh, well, Detective Reynolds called me uh, a couple of weeks ago. I don't know. The DM doesn't actually remember exactly how long ago it was that there was that post credit scene with that phone call. But, you know, a little while back, Detective Reynolds called me and uh, told me about the situation happening here in the city. And I, I came as quickly as I could. Cool. And Detective Reynolds says, yeah, so... We kind of came as quickly as we could, but it also took a second. So, you know, in between, like, I like to have my schedule, but I like to also understand the detective's needs and then base it off that. Oh, yeah. You know, like, sometimes uh... he's like, oh, my gosh, Pearl, drop everything. And I'm like, dude, I got a life. (laughs) I've got needs. I've got personal things. So, you know, it's a balance. It's work-life balance. I totally get it. But now you have a dog. (laughs) Yeah, we definitely uh, took some detours along the way, I would say. But, oh, this uh, is yeah, Sully. Again, on your schedule. Hello, my name is Sully. Uh, nice to meet you. I'm Professor Nichols. And oh, uh, I see you've met Detective Reynolds. Yes, I have. <laughs> wow, that was fun to watch. Oh, uh, my gosh. Oh, Lucas here, too. Yeah, no, I'm here. Hello, everyone. You all knew me already. <laughs> <laughs> but... As you all get into the spot here, Reynolds says, yes, so we've got some, uh, I mean, just cots and things, uh, uh, basic guest amenities. uh, This is such a cool slumber party. (laughs) Sammy. Start up the popcorn. And then she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, Coco. Okay, start up the popcorn. Did you go get Coco? Yeah, I mean, he's got a PC thing. Oh, yeah, sure enough. You just go grab him really quick yeah. and let him out. And yeah. then Celie starts to put up the projector. Sorry, you did get, you do have the right to pick what movie it is tonight. You're right, you're right. Or, or. <laughs> Celie and Coco immediately start setting up for slumber party mode. Reynolds says, all right, well, so let's, I, I think we should probably come up with, with some sort of plan, yeah. Oh, sure, if you've got slides, Celie can project them against that blank wall where you have no special meaning or framed pictures at all. <laughs> No memorabilia, no decor, no welcome sign. I don't mind welcome signs anyway, so. Uh, well, I get, yes, no, I Sealy, cue it up. And it says our super secret plan. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, what is the, what is the movie that Sealy puts on? Um, she originally had queued up State Fair, the 1940s musical. I know, it's a classic. I think these guys could really use it right now. She was like, maybe that, maybe singing in the rain dance, maybe. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my god. Our gosh. pokey fair is the best pokey fair. Don't miss it, don't even be late. It's dollars for donuts at our pokey fair. It's the best pokey fair in our state. <laughs> yeah, so it's called, it's not state fair, it's pokey fair. Pokey fair. Uh, yeah, she goes through her. Uh, she's got one of just the DVD cases of just all the yes. old musicals with the DVD. Personal DVDs at, those. at. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's got her box set compilation. Shoot. Wow. Another personal <laughs> at. Golden Age musicals. Yeah, I know. I've got the matching CDs for the card, too. Well, uh, Celie's got the Blu-ray. She's dedicated. Wow. Uh, okay, burn. <laughs> now it's dirt. No, it's not. Ah. But as y'all are getting all of that going, Detective Reynolds actually thinks for a second. He says, well, no, I guess we actually did kind of just talk about this. We can't come up with much of a plan until we hear back from Ringo because we don't really know what's going on. All right, Sealy, cue it up. But, uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I, I didn't want to mention this while we were still at the Pokemon Center, but, um, well, uh, Professor Nichols, do you want to let him know? Sealy turns off the projector and starts wheeling out a glass board and an expo marker for him to write on. <laughs> 
Sure. Uh, well, uh, as you all know, the reason that I came here to town is because uh, Tyler has been spotted here, and uh, well, um, obviously, Celie draws a stick figure. <laughs> you do, <laughs> with the little bat next to it. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, and then, and, oh yeah, Tyler did. Yeah. Yeah, they had a Got zoo it. bat in the security footage. And uh, obviously, I've not seen them in uh, quite some time. Um, Celie puts eighty years <laughs> well, on the board. Ten, ten years, which you know, Mason is sixteen, and and Tyler was about the same age. Tyler would be twenty six, twenty seven by now, uh, since you know, time passed for them and not for us during that time. But uh, with them being spotted, I don't know what they're up to. I, I don't know if they're working with Team Nasty or if or if something else is is going on but i am concerned I, I came to the city and i noticed i don't know if you all have encountered this but there are more non-local sort of regional variant kind of pokemon all around the city uh, in the outskirts i've seen different trainers that have ones that would not typically be found except for very specific uh regions like alola or galar and Detective Reynolds pipes in and he says, uh, for example, like uh, the Team Nasty uh, folks who you all fought in that alleyway uh, had a Galarian Linoon and it was an Alolan Persian and an Alolan Raticate. Coco, you got any info? He's like trying to get the popcorn going. <laughs> I know I just found you on a ship. Well, right. That makes sense. Uh, exactly. Coconut, uh, an Alolan Raichu, you know, is from somewhere else. He was brought here. But other ones that these these... Strange regional variants have been seen a lot around the city. And Luca pipes in. He says, "Yeah, I actually I caught a weird Cubone outside of outside of town. Also, oh yeah, pop him out." And he just goes over to the PC and pulls the Cubone out. Cubone looks surly at everyone. Hey, I just want to say real quick meaning note. Uh, number one, Celia's drawings are incredible. She has all the different little pokies on Everything, the board now. Yes. And then uh, number two, we could actually just kind of have a Pokemon Palooza because you got a free PC. We could just start pulling out <laughs> these bad boys. Crank up that music. I'm just throwing it out there. Keep me posted. I know we're business, but also, I mean, say lovey. <laughs> anyway, anyway, keep going. So... I don't know what that's about. I, I know that, uh, well, obviously different environments can affect Pokemon differently, but I, I, I just find it curious that there's such a high concentration of that uh, here around the city. Yeah, some, somebody's poisoned the waterhole. <laughs> well, there's also a higher concentration of, of Ditto here than anywhere else, apparently, which is, which is also strange because Ditto are quite rare, hard to find, but for some reason I... I Spotted. There's m multiple uh, around. Still we not, still not a ton, but certainly more than other places ditto. in the region. Yeah, no, uh, that's actually. Pull him out. Uh, and he pulls out the the ditto. He's Let's like, ask him some questions. He's sentient. Yeah, I, I think it, it knows what's going on uh, to some extent, theoretically. I, oh, we, I guess we can't really ask questions right now because Max and Dahl are all tapped out. Darn it, get him out of my sight. <laughs> 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 Uh, he's like, uh, no, I'll just, I'll just leave that all out. It's fine. Just okay. Glob okay, around. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. I think I'm gonna See, name him Pillsbury. <laughs> fantastic name. Just a little blob. I think Seely and Ditto get along great. Yeah, Pillsbury like turns into Seely. Oh God! And no. like, looks at her. Oh, Seely's perturbed. <laughs> she does not want to be confronted with her own visage. But then she thinks, ooh. 
song and dance number with myself. (laughs) (laughs) Pillsbury just goes around the room and just like starts just like turning into just any of the other Pokemon uh, that are in the room. And even um, while it's messing around, uh, let's see here. (laughs) Yeah, natural 10. Uh, Like looks at, uh, (laughs) hmm, just gonna roll to see which adult. Looks at Detective Reynolds and like turns into Detective Reynolds. Whoa! <laughs> Still with the beady little eyes, but Pillsbury's just bopping around. Wow, that's a great asset actually for whatever is to come. So Detective Reynolds says, "Yes." So um, things like the ditto there, uh, as he mentions the ditto, there's like uh, the sound of at the door, and it opens, and Lewis comes in. Whoa! It's a party! Everybody, take out. Because why wouldn't I add another adult to the party? <laughs> we already said that he was here. He was just, uh, he says, uh, sorry, I was running late. Hey, Luca, come here. And he, you know, Luca goes over to him because he missed his dad. But with all of them together, uh, Professor Reynolds says, okay, so to get back on track, he See, gets Look at the whiteboard out again. All right, Coco, hand me that popcorn. Back in lecture mode. It's like he's back at the Kanoko University. Uh, but Coco, says, and I, Coco and I snuggle up and we eat the popcorn because I missed Coco. Yeah. <laughs> I know we haven't seen him in a little while. But Professor Nichols says, so with that said, yeah, with. I, I, like I said, there's not a ton of ditto, but the fact that there's Louis, somehow more of a... Louie, notes on the board for everything you missed. That, there's definitely going to be a test. Thanks for that, Pearl. Yeah, um, anytime. Professor Nichols just, like, has that teacher look. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know what that means, but I'm looking into it, I'm monitoring it, and I don't know if that has anything to do with anything else that's going on here, but I just, I find it strange that there's so many different things going on in this place, so... With whatever you all decide to do over the course of the next few days, I'm going to stay here and, and just monitor cameras and also just I've got some various instruments here to take uh, different, you know, electromagnetic readings and other things of that nature. That's what I've got. That's end of, end of presentation. <laughs> you can draw whatever other pictures you want on the whiteboard now. Well, this is important notes. <laughs> we'll use it with it. Oh, see, they get the second whiteboard out. Order. I have my roller out of tic-tac-toe. Order. <laughs> <laughs> But with that, Detective Riddle says, well, yeah, with that, I guess, uh, well, I guess we'll just need to wait and hear from Ringo before we can make any other solid plans. So, um, look, I know you all have had a long day, and, uh, Luca, I'm sure you and your dad want to catch up, but, uh, I don't know, is there anything else that you have questions about before we just bunk down for the night? Have you guys scoped out the actual, like, tournament hall or gym hall or boxing ring? The actual hotel and gym and game corner? Oh, uh, uh, whoa. It's got all of the things in there. Oh, well, where is this thing actually being held, the it's tournament? At the gym. Have Has anyone scoped out that space yet? I've been there just looking at it. I'm sorry, uh, who I've, are you? I've been, uh, <laughs> I, Detective Reynolds, okay, has been cool. in there, and yeah, <laughs> there we go. Ha <laughs> ha. I, Detective Reynolds, uh, have been in there, you know, looking around. I haven't been able to get deep into the premises or anything like that, but I I certainly, you know, I've, I've got blueprints of the actual layout of the place, and I know where the gym arena is. Is that owned by the city? Because if the, it's like a hotel and a, all the things, is it owned by someone personally, or is it owned by the city? Uh, I'm it, a little confused. Are you saying the gym is a standalone thing? The gym is a huge building. 
it's like the biggest building in town. Uh, it's the one that had the big LED lights on it and everything. And inside the gym building, there's the gym. Okay. But there's also like a hotel and a game corner inside it. Great. Who owns what in those places? Like, is the gym the city? Is the hotel someone else? Like, yeah. Where is the ownership of these places? <laughs> That's a great question. The gym is, uh, well, I mean, typically a city owns the gym, but since there's the other private business of, of the hotel and uh, and Game Corner in there, I'll pull some records and I'll, I'll check who owns Thanks. that. Basic stuff here, people. Ah. No, I'm just joking. I don't say that. Cool. So that was one of my questions that I would like to get working on as a team. Mm-hmm. And then my next question is, how does the hotel transport food into the building? Personal and work related. <laughs> <laughs> like how to like what are the like outside employers for the hotel for mm. management things mm-hmm. and what are those companies? Where are their sources of uh, what what are their travel channels? Do they go by train? Do they get their stuff from trucks? Is it yeah? How do things get in and out of the building? I see. What and you're who saying. are the suppliers for basic needs? Gotcha. As far as all of that information, I'll I'll just say all this above table. Uh, yeah, but it's a, it's an in person question, but I it's also above as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like these are the things that we kind of keep talking about as a team. Yeah, yeah. You guys continue to discuss this stuff, but uh, Detective Reynolds says that there are restaurants in the hotel, so they've got their sort of just you know room service kitchen set up, but then they also have some actual like nicer restaurants in there that are attached to the whole. Criminy Gym building. Uh, for now, I'll just refer to it as the Criminy Gym, but it's, it's got all of these things yes. in it. It's like when you do a big boxing match in Vegas, right? And it's in a hotel, but they've got this this huge space in there set up for all of these spectators and everything. But so they have their own restaurants and everything, and they just have, uh, you know, food supply from a loading dock around the backside. Okay. So any any stuff that they need shipped in that is needs for the gym or for the hotel or for the game corner, anything like that, uh, any shipments would come in through the loading dock. He's looking into who owns the actual building itself, if the city is, like, leasing that space for the gym or, like, if, if this place is sponsoring it or yeah. what exactly it is. But uh, it's a little bit harder just with kind of the way that the paperwork in the city and everything works. Like, it, it's you got to, like, go through some hoops to, to get any of that kind of information. So he's working on that. That makes sense. Anything else that I didn't cover? I, well, I wonder if we could get the blueprints of this building. He's managed to, again, with stuff for the city and everything, and also because this is like the building is not owned by the city. Like the the blueprints that he has are just what he has been able to gather from just his own surveillance and everything. So it's not the full on official like these are the okay. blueprints of whoever built the place. But he's got like the layout of the place. I think I said blueprints earlier, but he he doesn't have the official blueprints. But he's got a layout of everything that he's been able to gather. All right, see, this is the type of level of homework I expect when I come into a meeting like this. No, uh, <laughs> And then last question, Mm -hmm. maybe not. I don't know. Just another question. Is there a helicopter landing pad on the top of the building? Yes. And additionally, on the top of the building, Reynolds is aware of the fact uh, because it is a a main attraction of the gym that there is a helicopter landing pad. There's actually a couple. But the roof of the gym, the middle, actually opens 
so that the whole arena set up from inside can get lifted up onto the roof for major events and matches. Um, That is so cool. Okay, so detective. Yeah. Is there anything that you, like the international police can do to like limit flying that night or like use like reserve the right for the helicopter pads? Like what can you do with the international police force? Uh, well, and I our, think it goes back to the question of how much is this publicly owned? How much is this privately owned? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that uh, with it being privately owned, it's not a city entity. We don't have the right or capability to just, you know, commandeer it or anything. That said, if, if things get a little wild and wacky, as it were, you know, we'll send in our people no matter what. And we'll just sort it out as we go. Uh, if Do your there's people some, have a helicopter? Yes, we have helicopters. Oh, yeah. They also have Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, so do I, man. But I mean, I bet they don't train them as hard as I do. Yeah, but we uh <laughs> if something happens, we we should be able to get there. Okay. Onto that. If something happens when everybody is is up top. How many days do you have before this tournament? Tomorrow is the day that you can sign up for it, and then the next day is the start of the tournament. Perfect. And the tournament, like, starts in the morning, goes all day. It's a huge one-day event. Wow, I'm getting a lot of Ocean's Eleven vibes over here. (laughs) But with that, uh, do you have any other questions for him before you all uh, bunk down for the evening until you can kind of go about some of the other business that you need to take care of tomorrow? Professor, do you think it's possible to hack into the computer's security uh, security cameras they have in this building. Uh, to hack into those, uh, well, I don't know if I could hack into it myself. Uh, like if we got a Rotom or something, like if there's a little pokey that could help you. If, if there was something that could help me or if, uh, well, Reynolds, do you? And uh, Detective Reynolds says, I, ha- I have something, uh, you know, uh, essentially, uh, you know, a, a USB sort of drive that would allow us to, if somebody was able to get into the security offices, uh, we could plug it in and then have access to their footage. Because I was just thinking, like, the professor really won't have... Like, I just feel like he'll be in the dark that, for so much of this event. For a lot of it, And we need yes. you to be our man in the chair. Exactly. Well, I've got this great swivel chair, and it's yeah, got a really... Yeah, see you working! Really excellent lumbar support. Woo, woo, woo. <laughs> Plus, you got a puppy. You gotta be here all the time. <laughs> um, um, cool. So that might be a little bit of a side mission tomorrow to get into the security offices yeah. and try to infiltrate. Yes, 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 yes. With all of that, yeah. And uh, Sully says, yeah. And also, like, this is all very strange to me. But uh, yeah, I'm down to help with whatever is going on. Oh, believe uh, me. <laughs> You'll be helping. Tomorrow, <laughs> you're my fake mom. <laughs> <laughs> Reynolds says, yeah, I've got some disguise. He, like, flips a switch, and then there's just, like, <gasps> a closet full of just master of disguise. Like, just so many disguises. By the end of this trip, I need to know what every button does in here. <laughs> <laughs> he says, so, yeah, if you need to uh, stay low-key or anything like that, uh, there you go. Where's child size? And she starts flipping through. <laughs> you flipping through, flipping through, flipping through. There's a, there's a variety of sizes. Ooh. Um, but with all of the adults here, 
you all kind of have a, a loose idea of what you need to do for tomorrow and uh, everything like that. So you can uh, bunk down for the evening if yes, you would like. Yes, thank goodness. Uh, so you get Woo! you get your rest. Pearl also, like, I, I want you to know that Pearl and Celie do start watching the movie and you she do. falls asleep in the first five minutes. You do. Uh, as you all get ready to rest, uh, who would you like to spend some quality time with? We also didn't do this last time, but we talked about who you had uh, spent quality time with. And uh, how does previously. the quality time help again? It's the equivalent of what bonding was. So for the quality time, it's what you've used that, you know, immediately clears half the shadow bar when you're uh, dealing with a shadow Pokemon. But also for quality time. At the end of the day, you can choose to spend quality time with a Pokemon who was in your party during the day. The next day, that Pokemon can have advantage on one dice roll of your choosing and begins the day with bonus health equal to their basic HP times their friendship score. With the nature of the spy things we need to do, I think I'm going to do bonding with Darla. Great. All right. So you're going to bond with Darla. And I think that Luca is going to take a cue from you, actually, with the spy stuff. And uh, he's going to bond with Max. So you bond with Darla and he bonds with Maximilian. Uh, also, from the last time that y'all rested, uh, we, we forgot to mention it on mic. But when y'all did that... You bonded with Levy, and then Luca bonded with Clefairy. So currently, where they're at, Pineco is at like 0.2 of his last bar remaining. So he's like basically almost there. And then Clefairy is at 1.4 out of 5 remaining. And since Pineco has all of those bars except that very last one cleared, the moves that he's got right now, he has Shadow Rush, he has Bug Bite. He also, from uh, getting into that last bar, has Takedown. So when he gets that last bar fully cleared is when he'll get that third uh, non-Shadow move. And then Clefairy still has Shadow Screech and Double Slap. Once she gets below one, she'll get the second non-shadow, and then once it's fully clear, she'll get the last one. But just an update on them, since we hadn't actually uh, brought up where they were at, really. But so for your party for the next day, who would you like to carry around with you in the city? It doesn't have to be whoever you're entering in the tournament, uh, but who do you want to carry around with you? Darla, Celie, Oscar, I don't know, name TBA, my bird, my new bird. The Halucha. Halucha! <laughs> And Levy. Okay, so we've got Seely, Darla, Oscar, Levy, and name still TBD, Halucha. Yeah. Okay, cool. Luca for tomorrow. And again, this is obviously not who you guys are taking into the tournament specifically, but this is just for, for going around town tomorrow and doing whatever y'all are doing. Luca's going to pull Tufus out of reserve off a non-combatant scarf <laughs> just in case things go sideways. Maximilian. Jacket. Yeah, right. Yeah, combatant jacket. Maximilian, L because she certainly won't be in uh, the fighting tournament with her massive weakness to fighting. And then he's also going to bring Mikey and Pillsbury. Good. He needed to bring Pillsbury. Yeah. Going off of what you were thinking, I think, with Halucha, knowing the city, being familiar with it, uh, Pillsbury the Ditto is also familiar with the city, and so you all are going to have them. And also the fact that uh, Pillsbury can uh, uh, change to fit the situation. I imagine that we definitely take time to strategize together. Yes. I mean, you know, we're using the whiteboard like crazy. Uh-huh. While the adults kind of talk about deeper consequences and yeah. meanings and revelations. Right. Um, <laughs> and then I, I roll up to the detective. Detective! Uh, yes, Do you Pearl. have white shirts? White shirts? Yeah. 
And she starts going through the costumes. Like just white button-up shirts or like a white t-shirt? No, t-shirt, t-shirt. Yeah, I've got, there's all sorts of t-shirts, yes. Okay, great, great, great. I grab two white t-shirts. That was definitely Professor Nichols for a second, but it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) I grab two um, white t-shirts. Okay. And Elmer's out. Great. Right now, this is with me. Yes. She was crafting, eating popcorn, watching the movie. And I say, can I borrow some of your yellow? Dr. Pooh. I promise I'll give it back. Okay, and she gets some yellow paint. She looks to the heavens, forgive me, and then draws an N. Arceus, forgive me. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you just splat uh, some zigzag ends on these t-shirts. Uh-huh. Cool, you do. We let them dry, but I, I just looked to Luke up, just in case. Sure, sure, that makes sense. That makes sense. Might be a little bit easier of a pull for you, but I'll, I'll keep one just in case so we can see. Are you kidding me? It's a great pull for you. Easy. You say, I love mama. Fair enough. <laughs> I can lie and say that I came around. Yeah, yeah sure. Okay, yeah, me? yeah, yeah. You say, I didn't want to get disinherited. <laughs> Lewis is just like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, cool. So you do that. Absolutely. Okay, cool. But that is all that you do before you bed down for the night. Yes. we. Re- I really do crash in the first five minutes of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> but the next morning comes. Oh, we're all cuddly. Mm. Even though it's just a cot, we're all cuddled. Ah. But so the next day comes as you all are down here in the in the safe house, and you all are able to do whatever you like. So what what is first order of business for you all? Do you breakfast! want to obviously breakfast? Yes, we all eat together. <laughs> Excellent. So you all want to go I... up and do you want to? have breakfast in here or do you want to go back to Denny's for round two? Oh, I didn't even think about that. I think we stay here just for safety. Cool, yeah, just yeah. for safety y'all y'all eat here. You all have your breakfast prepared by Coco. The rations here, uh, well, they were scant, but then when everybody showed up and uh, Detective Reynolds realized that instead of just himself and maybe one other person, that there's now like seven people in here. Seven mouths to feed. <laughs> yeah, because it's him, Professor Nichols, Sully, Lewis, you, and Luca, and then all the Pokemon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that there's uh, that there's quite a few. So with that, uh, he he went and made a late night grocery run <laughs> uh, because he did not have enough for all of these people. The groceries get delivered at the laundromat. Yes, uh, they get delivered at the laundromat, and then you all have the breakfast prepared by Coco. It's excellent, but you all get ready to uh, head out so that you can go to where after um, breakfast? I think we're going to go to the hotel. Great, to sign up, uh, to actually register for the tournament? Yeah, register, but also just kind of check out what we can check out We and tr- maybe try to put that flash drive in the security cameras. Cool. Um, I have Sully. Is Sully entering the competition? I think that she is going to abstain from doing that, and she's just going to be a, a spectator. She, this morning, has put herself in, like, full-on tourist mom gear. Nice. Uh, to sort of obscure herself. Definitely her signature, like, silver ponytail is, like, kind of tucked up. She's got a kind of vaguely Hawaiian shirt, a fanny pack. She's momming it up. Big mom vibes right now. That's good. That's uh, really good. As she's going incognito. Uh, And Reynolds is Um, doing the same. Reynolds has put on, like, a bucket hat. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Uh, Full vacation dad. And then uh, Lewis, uh, again, Lewis also is kind of in vacation dad mode. They are just trying to blend in with the crowd of, in this city, pretty much all tourists. I like to say, like, oh, wait, 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 hold on. And then um, 
Uh, I just pull out a random bag and I reach to the bottom and there's paper clips and gum wrappers and like <laughs> a random receipts and I put them in her fanny pack. Great. That's from me. <laughs> she says, thank you so much for that. I really do appreciate it. Yeah, I'm just trying to make you look authentic. Oh, yes. Excellent. Luke and I, we are wearing our normal, but underneath we do have the shirts we made. Yeah, just in case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that going Actually, around the city... I think Luca is like maybe dressed just even more casual than his typical look. And we have hats. Yeah, I think that he's in like not his kind of signature leather jacket, yes. but he's in like just a sort of nondescript. Uh, well, it's like a tourist kind of hoodie as mm-hmm. well. You know, it's a criminy city, like got, a, got the logo on it and everything. And so he's he's trying to blend in a little bit more. Maybe I try then. I see everybody. I'm like, oh, it's cool. Um, so I keep my my normal uh, blue skirt on, and then I find uh, the only tourist shirt that's left, and it's way it's way too big for me. <laughs> so I'm just that classic kid wearing. In a neon Taurus shirt that's way too big for her. Yes. With the Team Nasty fake shirt underneath. Yes. And then I have a hat. Yes, with a little, with a, with a flat build cap that just says Criminy City that is definitely really cheap. It, like you got it for like a dollar at one of the shady stores that's near the uh, laundromat. And I do have um, some sunglasses that have hearts on them, but have the flip ups. You do, and y'all leave to go over to the hotel. As y'all are making your way out, I think that the group sort of talks and decides to, you know, stagger it a bit. Adult and kid, adult and kid, couple of adults, whatever. But I'd say that probably you and Reynolds and then Luca with Sully and then Lewis going solo, just because Luca and Lewis going together. Oh, uh, I didn't even think of it like that. Could potentially be um, obvious. <laughs> I did not even think of it like that, because I would, yeah, great, that's really smart. Yeah, but so you and uh, Detective Reynolds go Hold first. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. What's what's we're at like we're at like the door exit. No one else is around. We all just say, we gotta practice this. And she just reaches up for his hand, holds. Oh, oh, right. And we should practice this because if we do it in the moment, it's not gonna look real. Yeah, it's gonna be weird. All right, cool. I am short for my age, and normally parents like to hold my hand. Yep. All right. Uh, Yeah. Whenever we're crossing the street. Just grab the hand. Wow, this is incredibly awkward. I, I'm glad we're practicing ahead of time. There's a reason I don't have children. Yeah. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let me go wash my hands before we do this again. <laughs> <laughs> nah, just um, I give I give Elmer a big squeeze before I put her back in. Mm, Tell everybody else I say hi. Okay. Um, and same with Coco. You do. But I actually would like to investigate something as I go to wash my hands. Ooh, okay. I want to investigate if there's anything personal in this place. Anything personal? Yeah. Oh. Go ahead and uh, roll to... Give me a roll to read the room, actually. As you're really scoping the place Uh, out. Ah, darn, too. Oh, no. There are, as far as you can tell... You do not know where he slept last night. He wasn't like out on a cot with everyone else, but there are no personal touches that you can find anywhere with the two. Wow. Wow. It is all business. Wow. Okay. I'm definitely getting him a chat ski before we leave. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I come back. All right, I'm ready. All right, well, let's do it then. Uh, And the two of you go up the stairs through the little, you know, apartment door into the hallway and then out through the side of the laundromat. Mm -hmm. As you all are crossing around the corner... Oh, also, it pains my heart, but none of my Pokemon are out. Yes. It pains my heart, though. 
this makes sense. Neither of his are either. But as you all leave and you cross around the corner in front of the laundromat, you see the same person in the muumuu with the afro doing laundry, but also at a different laundry machine, uh, just kind of dressed in black with sunglasses on. You do see that Ringo is in there. Oh, whoa, detective. Yeah, no, let's, well, come on, just be, be, take it easy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, we get inside. There's chairs by the windows. Mm-hmm. I take off my shoes and I uh, take my socks off, <laughs> put my shoes back on, and pretend like I'm doing a load. Yeah, you you toss two socks in there and start a load. Yeah. And then, you know, the, the load starts yeah. uh, as you throw the socks in. Told you I'd get in touch. So, what are y'all up to today? Where are you going? We tell the plan. Yeah, you tell him the plan. You, you recount all of that. He says, all right, good. All right, so here's what I know. <laughs> and that he, he says quietly under the just roar of the yes. of the laundry. The person in the moo is also just watching you all. Uh, as you all walked in, uh, Detective Reynolds just tipped his bucket hat and said, Hey there, Janice. The person in the moo just, you know, looks at him and just gives a little nod. Hi! <laughs> the, the, just, uh, back over here. Big wave. Here. <laughs> I can't help it. I can't help it. I did not expect Janice, and I love it. Uh, they, um, they gave a little wave as well. I hop up on the top of the washing machine, cross, crisscross applesauce during you this do. conversation. Uh, he avoids really looking at y'all too much. And I he's pretend just, like I, I have a comic or something in yeah. my hand. And yeah, Reynolds is also just looks like he's checking his phone and stuff like that. Uh, you all are trying to be nondescript. Just roll 2d6 plus oh, personality. Wow, after that too, though. Oof. Eight. Okay, cool. It's an empty laundromat besides y'all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's very few people walking on the street and looking at the laundromat. Like, there's not a lot happening here. But you, every now and then, you like kind of look over at him. He's like, look, look ahead, look at your comic. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, or I look too much at Janice. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but Ringo says, all right, so met back up with Mooney and all of them. They don't, they don't suspect anything. So uh, I, I just told him, like I said, y'all brought me into the city. We're trying to turn me in. But then uh, I escaped when y'all got mugged by some, some team nasty folks. So, yeah, as, as, far as, as far as I can tell, Mooney's none the wiser and, and no one else is either. We're supposed to be security for this tournament. Not outright security, but security for whatever's supposed to happen. When whoever wins is fighting Leroy... The arena is supposed to lift up to the roof. Anybody who's fighting, anybody who has been fighting, and uh, anybody who's watching is going to be up on the roof. Once everybody's up on the roof, we're supposed to make sure all the doors are locked so nobody can get off the roof, and uh, power's going off. Whoa, that is creepy. Uh, Above table. That is so scary. (laughs) After that, I don't know what happens. I asked if we were doing this four-team nasty since, uh, well, uh, obviously they're doing a lot here in the city. And apparently we are not. So whoever we're working for, it ain't Team Nasty. Hmm. Whoever we're working for, at least the higher-ups, they only go by numbers. There's no names. So they're just number one, number two, number three, number four, number five. (gasps) Like those other kids I know from another dimension. (laughs) Yeah, but I don't think it's kids. I think it's adults, but they just use numbers. But number one, I can only assume is Il Drago, but I don't know about anybody else. Because, again, it's the same person. It's, it's supposed to be the same person we worked for before. But uh, air quote number one. He just rolls his eyes as Ringo has no time for, like, team names, all of this other nonsense. But whatever's happening, uh, apparently there's also supposed to be something happening over at the Encore Casino. But that's going to be Team Nasty, separate from whatever we're doing. So mm. that's what I got. Hey, so, do you know who owns this stuff? Who owns what stuff? 
the hotel, the uh, criminy gym. I do not. Like I told you before, I don't really ask questions. And in regard to all of this, I've only asked enough questions to be able to let y'all know some semblance of what's going on, but not enough to rouse suspicion. Because I don't typically ask those things, so I don't know. But if y'all are going to be on that roof, I suggest having a way to get off. Sarah, I want you to roll for this. Because I, I rolled off mic. I was like, let me just see how Ringo did as far as information gathering. Yeah, he did really well. He, he rolled a 10. So he, oh, nice. he was able to get a lot of information uh, and, uh, you know, not arouse suspicion from Mooney and the others at this point. He's, he's feeling pretty good about where he's at with them. But for one more specific piece of information to see if he got it or not, I want you to roll. Six. Six. That's all that he knows. Okay. I have so many thoughts. Hey, the professor isn't going out today, right? The professor is staying in Reynolds' safe house. Okay, cool. Then I, I'm going to keep my thoughts to myself until we're all back together tonight. Cool. And just use what we have been given. Awesome. And see what else we can gather, because I have some thoughts. But with that, as you decide to keep that question to yourself, Ringo just looks at both of y'all just out of his peripherals for a moment just to kind of gauge if you have any other questions or anything for him. But if you do not say anything, he just gives a little nod, takes his laundry out, and then uh, leaves the laundromat. I end the load early. (laughs) I gotta dry my socks at least five minutes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Uh, And Janice is like, do you need some extra socks? A bunch of people lose them. Yeah, Janice, hook me up. What you got? I'm always losing my socks. (laughs) I just got a bin of mismatched socks. I prance over. (laughs) You go and get a couple of the just mismatched socks from so the miscellaneous socks. So tell me about yourself, Detective stuff. Reynolds. Whips my arm around. Come on! <laughs> Thanks, Janice. They just wave. Talk to you soon. <laughs> See you at the local happy hour. <laughs> and, Apartment uh, set. The door closes, <laughs> and as you all leave the Laundry Mat and make your way over to the Criminy Gym to sign up for the fighting tournament, that. <gasps> is where we'll end this episode. I have so many thoughts.
Hello friends, Jonah here from Quest Company Jr. Popping in to say that the show that you've just been listening to is part of the Podicon Go podcasting network. A group of independent creators committed to creating, distributing, and supporting content that's family friendly and fun for all ages. If you enjoy this show, be sure to subscribe on your preferred podcasting platform and show some love with a 5 star rating and review. Every time you do, you are helping support the creation of more family friendly content. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. Postcards from Pearl is a fan-made podcast and is not affiliated with Nintendo, Game Freak, or the Pokemon Company.